welcome to the About You podcast on jfm.co. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Diani Reef Beach Resort and Spa, located in Diani. It's not a hotel, it's a way of life. This week on the podcast, we are talking about what you need to do in your 20s and 30s. Please remember to share your remarks and comments on our social media platforms. Enjoy. The generations are changing and the experience of turning 40 in today's world is probably probably a million miles away from when baby boomers turned 40. After all, they all had a steady career. They bought their houses for three bob or six pennies and most of their children are now grown up. So, What does turning 40, 30, 20 mean in 2019? For Generation X, early millennials, the Kanye Wests, the me rather, who turn 40 perhaps in the near future. And what lessons might we have picked up from along the way rather? So as we all looking forward to turn 40, We are hopeful that our years are going to be of great investment to the people who look up to us. So um, in studio today, we are lucky enough to have three guys shared their experiences on the same. We have Flyer, who right now legally is to be referred to as Pogba Abdul Karim Diallo. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that's a Mexican name. It's not Mexican. It sounds like a very, very good footballer. It's West Africa. It's West Africa. So, or French. So Flyer, uh, rather Pogba, legally, he's, uh, he's an entrepreneur. We have Johnson Mwangangi. He's a student, a volunteer, and an entrepreneur, as well as a rotaractor. We have Sam Olalo, right? Yes. He's an advocate at Ekedi and Olalo Advocates here in Diani. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Did I pronounce these names right? Yeah. We're great to have you. And as usual, we have Jay Black is back. That's what's up. He, he, Jay, what were you up to? Last weekend. Yeah, because we missed you, apparently. You missed uh, a great interview we had with a young gentleman who was going through, who did see his friends go through depression because of Masomo na Shule, yeah. I actually had some clients who were looking for some properties so I had to show them around. How were your 20s like? Oh, you're still in your 20s, but late 20s rather. How have you managed to be Jay Black? Before we get there, yeah. I just came a very, across a very interesting tweet here. Sure. And uh, the guy is asking, it's a poll actually. This is, he says, this is going to be the third most important poll this decade. Sure. Who's there is better, Trump or Boris? <laughs> so you have to choose one. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm voting Trump. Yeah, Trump, Trump has the drip. <laughs> of course we know, Jay, you As and for Trump. Boris, Boris is unkept. Yeah. So guys, I just want to ask Rufus, um, we, we did discuss in our previous episodes about what the importance of education and the role it has in terms of value. And Jay and Monamkasi were head to head with this issue of uh, Matiangi and university, what so on, so on, so forth. But we know for a fact that uh, the universities do not produce or 
give value in terms of the kind of money we are dishing to these institutions and these are the institutions that uh, most of the young men and women uh who want to join when they're in their early 20s or late 20s upon want to discover like what they're going to do with themselves so do you think like there's need to have any sorts of reforms amakuna education and on values za kupatiana kwa wanafunzi ambao in the university ana kama iko engineering school but anakumbushwa in your 20s you need to do this for yourself even though you want a good career well that don't don't help i believe it is going to be more theoretical it's more of sitting and getting lectured what you should do in your 20s instead of being a but that's what they're experiencing even right now even though yeah, in relation to your question yeah. it still won't change anything yeah i wish i could get hold of uh, robert alai's tweet because it sparked a huge debate and somehow i agree with alai where he, to him he found that guy to be lazy or something yeah he would have picked up a no, skill or something i don't think so Okay I now let me say why I agree with the lie. Yeah. Um I was doing business information technology and yeah. halfway through the process uh I had to stop with education due to some avoid unavoidable circumstances. I realized okay uh it may take a while or no a while for me to go to go back to school. I needed something that will help me. What did I do? I literally searched online courses that uh, something that I can learn online that will will help me maneuver out there and I stumbled to graphic and design so I started teaching myself graphic and design and here I am I'm working as a graphic designer I haven't gone back to school yet yet and I'm working as a graphic designer that's a skill I, I have acquired what if I would have sat back waited uh, for you to go back to school yeah for me to go back to school or probably what if I've, okay yes probably I would have gone back to school yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and um, I'd be like okay now I have the papers yes there are no jobs you know but here I am <laughs> I'm working as a graphic designer I'm employed at the same time doing f- freelance so to me uh, and I look at the guy's situation so I tend to part- I partly agree with the lie like yo dude pick up just find something yeah because yeah. we've had the stories it's, it's cruel out here yeah. man no one cares yeah no one cares that's why no one cared this guy had a uh, degree in actual science you know no one gave a fuck that's why yo you go pushing a wheelbarrow because the world doesn't owe, owe you anything but you are sometimes when you're doing a uh, an IQ test there are two ways that you can get tested if you go the men's way most of the time they use patterns to mm-hmm. test your IQ and there is the logical way of test these are two different sets of tests which means you can score differently poor guy but that does not mean that uh, your score in one test is different from uh, the other one the reason i'm saying this is because it happens here in the real world this guy is smart yes but he is book smart that does not mean that the fact that alikuwa japata job uh, and i disagree with uh, a lie Oh, on that achium senim lazy jual akpata job this is what happens if you were to put his life in a graph if you were to scale his life in a graph labda say probably you know when a graph works naka maybe it's at his uh, equal opportunity and maybe it will shoot uh, at some point no one knows 
the thing is, even in entrepreneurship, there are times that you go down. The economies have experienced uh, booms, and uh, every every other economic experience is the same. Inaenda inapanda inashuka. So this guy, the fact that uh, when he was in college, he was excelling at that moment. If he, this was a graph at the college stage, would have put him to be on his uh, on on an upward knee. The fact that he went down after college does not mean that he is any dumb. It happens to everyone. Hmm. And it's just a face. And the good thing is that uh, now he has a job, and we are here talking was about he, him. Was he was he employed? Sam, do you know about this guy? Like, did he get a job eventually? No, no, I don't know about him. In fact, I caught up the conversation based on uh, the comment made by a lie. That's the one thing that uh, I take offense with. Reason being, let me just start off by saying. Is the system. By the system, this is what I mean. Uh, they usually say, or oh, when we were when we were growing up, we're told go to school, read hard, and you'll make it in life. My question is this: If going to school makes you rich, why are and no offense to teachers and mm. lecturers, Ouch. but why are most lecturers and teachers poor? Uh, there's a very interesting book that I've read. Uh, it's called Why A Students Work for C Students and B Students Work for the Government. It's by Robert Kiyosaki. And it touches on the whole system. If you look at the grading or what we were brought up believing in, the education system whereby just reward goes to the A students and B students. And what makes you a good A student? If you get the correct answer, correct answer and meaning follow the that rules. correct answer meaning that you're living in an ecosystem whereby you're not allowed to go over and beyond what is there. If you answer a question, one plus one is two. If you give the answer of eleven, for example, you're wrong. Once you're wrong. You are thrown in with the D students, the E students. Oh, you are punished. You are punished, exactly. But no one bothers to ask you, how did you come up with 11? What ends up happening is, as students or as we are growing up, we are brought up in a sort of um, world whereby we are not allowed to think beyond what is provided in front of us. Because no one wants to be wrong. In this world, no one wants to be wrong. Uh, you end up being told, be a doctor, be an engineer, be this, be that. And uh, what happens to the E students, the D students? You finish school, you failed, you are not called up to a university, you are not called up to a college, uh, you end up starting, or your father, if he's good enough, gives you some capital. Tells you, start on this small business. You do something to keep you occupied. As you're learning, because you've been making mistakes all your life. So you're not scared of mistakes. You're not scared of falling down and starting over again. You're ready and willing. You're ready and willing. You start your first business. It falls on you. Uh, you've been told all along in your life that you're wrong. You're not scared of trying something new. While the A students... I've gone to university. They are still making their grades, their good grades, their A's, their B's. Four years in school, five years, six years, like me, I think I was in school for seven years of my lifetime. By the time they come out, 
they are looking for work experience. Who's going to give them the work experience? Who has been out there working all those years with their is and is? We have the entrepreneurs who set up, people who made mistakes, they learn from their mistakes, and because they don't want to make mistakes, they go looking for the best accountants, mm. they go looking for the best lawyers, the smart they go guys. looking for the best engineers, who apparently are the students. But who's making the kill? Who's making the money? Uh, back to a lie street. Uh, he's not lazy. It's just that he's been programmed to not think outside the box. He's been programmed. His thinking has been limited to... And uh, Jay used the correct word. He's not street smart. He's book smart. Yeah, that's what I said. I partly agreed with the lie. As my, uh, he came out harsh, but on the other hand, I was like... If only this guy would have picked up something, you know. Yes, I get it. Uh, actual can be really hectic, you know, uh, years of studying and all. Uh, I don't blame him. Probably there's pressure. You know what? After uh, once I'm after graduating, a job on my way, and life has to go on. Because that's how. Because that's how. That's how it has been. Because even with me, probably after my BA, uh, my BIT, the next thing I wanted a, a job. You know, probably if not for a situation that pushed me to push me to having that a wake up call, you know what? You need something as a backup. Some of these university lecturers are more of like feeding into their own kind of ego because this is how you end up with students who can't think outside the box. You're here, you're in an actual class. Here's that guy. He tells you we are the best in the market. He's not even researched in terms of finding new avenues on how to create opportunities to feed into his students and put them in a place, a better place, whereby they can really argue out their positions in their 20s. Like, what will I do before getting that job in between here? What has worked for the lecturer? What has worked for other individuals out there? So it's more of like these institutions are just a pool of people who have egos. That's why they are saying we are preparing for another mother strike. You know, it has always been the same system. Like, what are we feeding ourselves? I just wanted to ponder that because most of us, when we're in our 20s, is when we're trying to get a footing. Like, who are we trying to discover? Like, who are we? What are we meant to to do about ourselves? How are we preparing ourselves for the future and all that? Johnson, do you think perhaps there's something that you did differently to get yourself here or what are you working on to make your 30s better because I want to assume you're about 25, 26 years of age and you have these big titles that I've thrown out there entrepreneur, a Rotaractrian is it Rotaractrian or what is it? Yes, yeah, Rotaractor. That means he's less than uh, he's uh, less than 30 years, right? Yeah, Yeah. most definitely. I was a Rotaractor at some point in life. Then we are OGs, probably. (laughs) Yeah, we joined the Rotary Um, at our I was a sergeant at arms. Ah, That was my last year's position. So how has it been? Okay, before I start, I'm I'm going to say like, my story is like a flashback or a time machine back to Jay's story. (laughs) Because I'm doing doing BBIT. I'm actually hoping to graduate in November. Inshallah. All Um, the best. Okay, and then he talked about a skill. I'm actually currently learning graphic design. Something in my... Three years in school, they never taught me. 
And in the few times I've been out there looking for internship and what, everyone expects you to know graphic design, a little bit of coding, a little bit of that. So I've had to go out and in the institution that I'm volunteering for, it's called Manyata Youth Entertainment CBO. We are based in Mombasa, we work in Kwale and sometimes in Kilifi. Um, that, that's one skill that I've had to teach myself. I haven't been taught in school. So I'll say, I've, what I've done different? I've opened up my mind. Like when you, re in the, my second year, oh, going back, surprise, I'm not yet 25, I'm only 22. Wait, <laughs> you're only 22 yeah, years of age. So I'm actually in that category where I'm finishing school and I'm looking at it. Oh, what next? So at my helm of my second year, I realized that a paper in the IT world doesn't count. Always doesn't. So it's the good work that we see. Yeah, so I put myself out there. Okay. I came to London You should later. see Jay Black shaking his head like an Indian, like, no, it doesn't work. Let me say this quickly. Yeah. Sorry to cut you short. Eh? Okay. You see, the thing with education is that uh, it's revealed in your lifestyle. Uh, the degree that you have is just a piece of paper. The education that you've acquired is seen in your everyday behavior, everyday lifestyle, in the your bank discipline. account, in everything, in, in your lifestyle generally. So that's why I'm trying to, that's why I'm saying that... Um, Education is seen in your life lifestyle. You need to change that for the, the primary teachers and students. It's usually, it's the key to success, you know. And, <laughs> and here you are, you've I, changed. I remember, I remember a friend had this status. Yeah. Education, we were told education is the key to success. We have the key and we are the jobs. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not about the job entirely. Yeah, that, that's the, yeah. the perspective she had yeah. when she was putting, because she's a doctor and you can the only option is either private hospital or the government hospital so going back to when i realized that my certificate alone not going to help i ventured into digital marketing pretty much new at the time and so i walked into the field with zero knowledge zero on how experience. to approach people on how to i was completely green so i've had a series of failures in that Doing jobs for people not paying up because they don't even know themselves what's digital marketing. So you've done sales as well. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> so I, in my string of doing digital marketing, I ended up doing an event. I ended up in event planning where I drew this big event and ended up a big catastrophic fail. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but then again, I had to pick up myself because I had hyped up the whole event in such a way that everyone at home was expecting he's going to make Rufus, it big in this. He, he played another fire festival. Oh, that was another <laughs> fire festival. <laughs> <laughs> so we, here we are, we arrived to the event. Then a day to the event, all the sponsors pull out. Oh, goodness. <laughs> that's, what, that's what they do, actually. You left with one, one, one guy who is like, oh, I'm just pitting this guy. No, I was doing this with my friend. But then the good thing about failing is you cannot fail anymore. So from the event, the networking that I made made me grow into something else. I made, I, that's from there is when I joined Rotaracta, from the group is when I joined volunteering. And from the volunteering, I've been able to network more, travel more, and learn more at the same time. So at the moment, I'm not, there's a pressure obviously from my parents, say, you have to graduate, you need this paper, without this paper. But then here I am with my mentality, they cannot see where I'm not understanding their perspective. But I know 
but they won't say that. So I mean, you're in that limbo. You have to still go down because you, they care about you, and you still mm. have to care about them. Mm. But then, yeah, you are. You have your own dreams and aspirations yeah, as well. Yeah, but then they expect you to have that security. Now, the aspect that pushed me majorly is I read a lot. So in one of the sessions in the class, we came about the Maslow Maslow hierarchy of needs, where you, there's a basic need. Currently, you you find that. In one way or the other, when you're in your 20s, your 22s, you love. If you're lucky enough, you have you have some you have some footing where your parents are supporting you in terms of food and whatnot. For the unlucky ones, you love to struggle to make the needs. You meet that, those certain needs, and then there's the ones you mentioned. The C students where you quit school either at class eight or from four. So by the time we are finishing the three years. This person is deep down three years in business, already working. He has realized how to deal with money. Yes. By the time you're coming out of school, you're green. And this person is not. Flyer, has it, has, have, have, you been, have you gone through what he's talking about? Allow me to ask you, how old are you? I turned 21 last month. <laughs> Goodness. Why? <laughs> Shoot. I'm, I'm old. old. I'm ancient. Goodness. So, so you're 21 now, 21. and you are an aspiring entrepreneur. Exactly, you're working your way. And entrepreneur and a playboy. An entrepreneur and definitely a playboy, <laughs> which is a good thing because you end definitely. up being the best of sales people out there. <laughs> yes, because you learn to get a no. Because nowadays, Jay, you'll agree with this. Um, we're having young men not able to take a no. You know, you know, rejection. Terms, yes, rejection. So, how are you taking up this twenty-one affair? <laughs> Allow me to share something with you. Please do. Um, what school doesn't teach you how to sell, how to think, how to negotiate, how to face failure, how to manage time, how to invest money? principles of success, how to find your passion, how to handle money, how to make an impact, how to start a business, the importance of travel, how to communicate well, emotional awareness, how to read a financial statement, and how income tax and works. And how to fuck well, the most definitely. <laughs> you know, like how, where can you get the cleat, you know, and all that. They yeah. don't teach you that. Yeah, you're like, where is it? Where is it? I Trust me, even, even the ladies don't know where it is. Skills that you can I learned this, actually, actually you can learn. talking of that, I was listening to a sex <laughs> podcast and the idea they're actually talking about uh, sex and business mm. so how you negotiate a business is how you fuck mm-hmm. like how you run your business how you actually perform yes <laughs> and, 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 and because if you if you're from closing a deal and you're still walking like you have closed feet definitely you don't fuck well yeah and and your, your you sex you. skills can also help in a negotiation you know it just worked for me. Yeah, he talks the play. I'm talking about <laughs> Jay. Your students, my God. Um, the thing is, I think the uh, the problem with most of my peers, like people who are in the twenties, like early twenties, where you're fresh from school, and there's something. It's not exactly a problem, but mm. it's a it's a it's a situation. It's a situation. Mm. It's like um, a mindset whereby people feel entitled. You know that because you went to school, you wait for opportunities to come to you. But blame it on our parents. If you're no. a millennial, millennial, like, yes, yeah, it's your parents who told you the best. So wait for no, go to I, school. I, don't, I, don't, I, I wouldn't it. put the blame on our parents because our parents are simply um they had the generation, you know, so they just expressing what they um are taught is correct. So it is our like we have a job, you know what. 
what we are being told to be true, is it true just because we were told or is it actually true? You know, so if somebody tells you that if you go to school, then you come back and have a job, I look at, uh, at the actual situation. I know a lot of people with degrees who don't have jobs, you know, so I'm like, okay, so what about me? You know, like, and then I look at newspapers and then job advertisements. They want somebody with 10 years experience, eight years experience. So I'm like, if they don't hire people who are from school, how are you supposed to get the experience? You know, so I knew from early on that that was not the route for me. So what happened? <laughs> so um, I came out of school and I thought, I don't want to go to school. Like after high school, I said, this is the end for me. Like if I'm going to do something, it's going to be something that is like less theoretical and more practical. Like I think it makes more sense today to go to a polytechnic than to university. I totally agree. Like, I have a cousin of mine. Look, no no, no jabs at anyone. This guy has a, a degree in business administration from Egerton. Mm-hmm. That guy sells meat at a butchery. Which is good. This is doing something I that mean, he went so to school. What do you need apply. a degree from Egerton to sell meat for? I mean, you could have done that from high school. You know, that's, that's the way I see things. So uh, I started as a barber. Yeah, yeah like, I remember. Exactly. You know, <laughs> uh, and then from there I moved. I've been a barber. I've been a, um, what do you call, someone who's... Uh, the meat thing. Most people, like, who are from, like, say a school that I went to, yeah. or people who... You uh, schooled in Kagamega, right? Where Balala was. I lived in Kagamega. I was schooling in Siaya. Oh, Siaya, yeah. Bondo. It's like, exactly. Yeah. So I was not scared to do something different than what I felt entitled to. I didn't think that simply because I went to school, I needed a good job. You know, you can start from anywhere. And that's a problem, I think. People have this like, oh, I'll start on Monday, or I'll start next year. Like, you can always start anywhere at any time with anything, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you start small and you build up. You know, so right now I have a better job, you know? Like, it pays better, but... So what are you doing, Pogba? Pogba. Right now, I'm a a receptionist at Ah, a hotel. Where? Indian Marine. Ah, nice. So I uh, get to meet a lot of so like I told you, sex skills. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> most of it. You're a charmer. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> it's seduction, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so, my goodness. I, I, I have nothing to say about this because 20s is about the risks. And the reason why perhaps in your 20s it's all about the experience and risks that are taken, it's because of getting all these skill sets which will help you later on in life. Like, for instance, when you're approaching a woman, you know, it's the rejection when you they, you applied for a job and they told you you're not tall enough. Exactly. You know, and it will help you to some other level. Some now that you've been talking about Methuselah in the room, um, that is you saying you... You older than everyone. Yeah. yeah. So how have, how did you apply your twenties? You know, just to answer a point that uh, Bob has made, school is important. I know initially I said that um, school is not important. I'm not contradicting myself. I said the system was wrong. Yeah. School is extremely important. Uh, two things. I'm a farmer. You are? Yes, most people don't know A this. farmer like Raila Odinga? I'm a commercial farmer. Like uh-huh. hands-on or yeah. just employ people to farm for you? I employ people to farm for me. <laughs> so it's still a farmer. I, <laughs> I do... I have uh, 15 acres of watermelon. Ah, I nice. have uh, five acres of capsicum. 
and I have uh, 20 acres of tomatoes. I'm a commercial farmer. And uh, one of the things that I've picked up, as much as uh, we say there's book smarts and street smarts, the two need to go hand in hand. Uh, my 20s, let me talk about my 20s. I spent my 20s acquiring knowledge. I was, uh, I spent a lot of time in school. I, by 22, I think I had my first degree. By 24, 25, I'd gone to Kenya School of Law for two years. I had my pre-bar. Before I was admitted, I'd already enrolled for my master's. By the time I was uh, 28, I think I had my master's, my pre-bar, my undergrad, and I had uh, an uh, offer to do a PhD. Uh, and uh, that's the point that I thought, why do I need all this paper? Why can't I go to the real world? Uh, let me give you a run of my employment. I'm not going to mention any of my employers. Reason being, I now run my own law firm. I'm not giving anybody any marketing airtime. Rather mention my own law firm. We'll definitely but, edit them out as well. But I've worked for the biggest law firm in Kenya. I've worked for as a manager for the biggest bank in Kenya. Uh, what's the time now? And during the entire my entire employment time, Sundays at 4 p.m., I'd get some cold chill all over my body. Some sort of depression used to hit me. I remember my girlfriend at the time, we used to live together. We'd, uh, we'd go to bed by, we had a habit of, uh, I'm a morning person. By 9, I'm asleep, 9 p.m. But Sundays, sleep used to come in, I think, at about 12, 12.30. We'd talk the whole night. But there was something that I was always anxious about. I just couldn't, my mind was never at ease. And my body would go back to its normal routine on uh, Tuesday, Wednesday. Wednesday being knowing that tomorrow is Thursday. Thursday in Nairobi is the new Friday. Yeah. Then Friday is Friday. Friday was my best day. I wear my best clothes, my best everything. I decided enough is enough. One day she was shocked. Um, wait, before I get to that, there's a time I had um, three girlfriends at the same time. Ooh, that's uh, so normal. He was a busy man. And um, one girlfriend, uh, they used to tell me, this is a point that I was a manager at the bank. She'd come to me and say, what are you doing here? You're wasting yourself to the point that uh, she went out, got office space for me. She's like, you need to set up. You need to be your own man. You need to be your own boss. My living girlfriend at the time used to tell me the same thing. I used to change employers after every three years. Every three years I'm bored and tired. I get for something. I move to something else. She tell me, you'll never be satisfied. There's something that is missing in you. There's something that... You just can't get from any employer. I've been with you. I know you. You're a salesman. You're a smooth talker. But at the end of the day, you're your own boss. You don't take shit from anyone. I, when I turned 31, I thought to myself, why am I making people money? I up and quit just like that. Uh, no plan B, no job offers, nothing. 
I quit. Uh, did I have savings? No. No savings, nothing. Uh, that's the point to realize. All those yeah. ideas and all those points, all those people who've been telling you, you quit, we'll support you, they vanish. Everybody disappears. You are where you are. You get the favors that you're getting because of you're in a position. your position. Yeah. Uh, in life, everybody wants to associate with the winner. Yeah. If anybody thinks you're struggling, you're a loser, trust me. They, they want nothing my, to do my with My living you. girlfriend, she left. My girlfriend was uh, always psyching me to leave my employment. Did she last a year? No. She left up and parked. You can imagine being uh, 32, 33. Uh, you've worked for the best employers, the biggest law firms. You've worked for the biggest banks. Uh, your peers are married with children. They have their own homes. And here you are moving back to your folks' house. Starting one. No, moving back to your dad's house. Uh, where by 10, he's sending you messages. Hey, boss, where are you? Tunafunga mlango. Mlango inafunga, exactly. 32. Uh, 32, 33, you can imagine, I, I won't lie, I went through a period of depression whereby imagine. just asking myself, what the hell have I done? Sure. My girlfriend is asking me, no, ex, sending me messages, boss, I think you need to start sending out your CV. But I decided, and one thing about me is once I've made a move, once I've, that's it, uh, that's where the farming came in. I used to love the outdoors. And uh, my job was an 8 to 5, sitting in the office from 8 to 5. I started with uh, my watermelons, my tomatoes, and uh, I burnt. And this is why I'm telling you that books are very important because I burnt. I made a lot of losses, a lot of losses. But that's where the skills that I picked up in school came in because... Every single time I make a mistake, I go back and I sit and I look at my notes. I look at uh, the skills that have been ingrained in me. Uh, management. What's going on in my management uh-huh. at the farm? Uh, production. Uh, why am I not getting what it is that I'm getting? Uh, deadlines. Uh, assignments are due on this date. Uh, my people on the field, I need to give them deadlines. I need to give them set targets. They need to know that whatever we are doing, we are just not uh, producing because we have what uh, we have. Uh, supp- no. Everything has to be accounted for. If uh, 500 leaves my pocket, I expect 1,000 shillings back. Those are the skills that came. And uh, one of the things that I learned... And uh, we were talking about sex, and we were talking about uh, pursuing the ladies. When uh, you decide that you're setting up and you're being your own boss, no is not a response that you take. You see, when everything is laid out for you, when you're used to getting the best, uh, ego, ego, ego can kill you. Ego is the reason why we don't take risks, we don't do what we want to do. And for me, ego was my number one thing. I, you go, you ask someone for a job. You, these were guys who you were their bosses. And they look at you and they tell you, hey, boss, uh, you come next week on Tuesday. On Tuesday, you call and the person has switched off their phone. You know, at the end of the day, you think, ah, now this guy, what is he trying to show me? I was their boss. But you're going home. 
you're sleeping hungry. Uh, I was homeless for a year. Before I decided to go home, I used to sleep off my brother and my cousin's couch for a whole year. Mm-hmm. One year. So you ask yourself, am I going back to sleeping in the couch? Am I going back home? I need this thing to grow. I decided to make this move. Just like with the ladies, a lady tells you no. Uh, I usually tell them, uh, what chances do you have with you? And she tell like me, Black. She tell me 99%, <laughs> and I leave there smiling. And she tell me, hey, boss, uh, perhaps uh, when I'm at the brink of death, and I'll say, uh, at least, that means I have 1% is good enough for me. <laughs> That's the same thing. I used to get news, or someone would set up a meeting with me and tell me to call them on Tuesday, or set up Tuesday 7 a.m., Tuesday, Sunday, or Monday, at uh, during the course of the day, their PA sends me a message and tells me your meeting has been cancelled. Goodness, they're not available. Trust me, on Tuesday, the time for my meeting, I'll send you an email and I remind you our meeting was supposed to be on this this date. So when is my next day? There's an element I learned. It's called the elevator pitch. If you are to meet someone in the elevator and you have five seconds to sell yourself what would you do that's the same ideology that i used to use in that you said we meet people are always pleasant when they meet you even if they don't want to see you they'll be pleasant and they oh what are you up to ah we need to have a drink we need to have a Catch sit up. down at that particular moment we'll set up a meeting with you and i'll tell you yeah when can i come i'm free now let's go for the drink don't accept no never and this is a thing that from my 20s that I didn't pick up, that I come, I came mm. to learn later on in life. Rejection is part of the process. Uh, failure is part of the process. It's not the end. You, you've mentioned something quite important, and it's, it's more of like you have your own clock and you set your own timing, like what you're going to aspire and how you're going to work pro it or against it. It all, it all depends with how you're seeing it. They say that life is a rat race. This is my advice. It is a race, but the only person you're racing against yourself. is yourself. Yes. I, I used to think that uh, people out there are talking about me and my struggles, but let me tell you something. Everybody, everybody has their own struggles. No one has time to think about you. Mm. No one has time to ever bother about are you making it or not. In case they do, it's just five seconds of their day. But most of the time, everybody is going through their struggles to bother about your small, small dot in their day-to-day and in their clock. The only time we meet together is when we are talking about Vision 2022. There is Vision 2022 for all of us, and then there is you by yourself like how are you going to plan out everything and attain all that that you've set out to to want there's one thing that we all agree that when we're in our 20s it's more of like we're interested in investing in what people need to see like you party more you buy more clothes you want that cool watch that shoe instead we need just to have an evaluation of like how about the kind of cash that we have because most of the time we say atuna kazi atuna do lakini tushaambiwa na na simple boy sam simple boy simple boy alisema tuache miadarati na ndoa 
to Domishendowa. Now, when you come to Simple Boy and what he said, he actually, it's a point of how bold that guy is. We all know that that guy looks like an asshole. <laughs> point blank. <laughs> But, but he, uh, he's aware. No, no, he, he knows not, that. A, not an asshole, attitude of an asshole. Yes. But an asshole, literally. Literally, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You guys are so brutal. <laughs> well, we're just saying, putting it out there. Because, but what he's done is that he knows he's not going to get a chance by any means. But here's an opportunity, people making fun of how he looks, you know. But we all know about Brock niggas, the only skill they got. <laughs> on but <laughs> so that guy is working hard towards what he set out to do he knows he can't sing but he keeps pushing for it so just yesterday Rofas your role model was in Mombasa performing in one of these clubs who's his role model see you simple boy yeah <laughs> he had a gig oh. yeah he had a and gig he's trending he's trending he's getting gigs right he's now. getting yeah, gigs he's making, and he has only money. he and has only two songs and he's trending he I've is. seen him on the news he's interviewed all over Tanzanians want to collaborate uh, with this guy you, you know you guys are saying that that guy looks like uh, looks uh, whatever you said <laughs> I, but <laughs> I want to say one thing looks yeah? like no l- let me say this let me say this <laughs> you see uh, as, as men I always say that uh, it doesn't matter how we look Of course. Definitely. Because um, even the most handsome men, they do not get any benefits from being no, he, beautiful. No, I think what is asked me was that he has a face that only a mother can love. Exactly. And that's what the man... <laughs> but but uh, <laughs> la- la- ladies have thrown themselves at him. Because now he's famous. Women will want uh, to That's what I'm talking about. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. So that's why I'm saying this he, is the he's point. Getting, eh? he, he can get whatever he wants, regardless of whatever. Of course, I'm saying beyond his limitation. Exactly. He, he has come to, um, there to is champion. No limitation. There is always a limitation. Your environment, your poverty level but you need to rise above that your talent your talent you know that's why i said guys like him are powerful because broke niggas get whatever they want you know right now he's getting gigs it's Trans- because he has nothing else to he lose he has nothing to lose he has nothing to lose it goes back to what he said losing your ego exactly <laughs> so he put himself out there and he's like i don't care what you say i'm going to take it because exactly. i'm going to make money out of it and at the same time he didn't chicken out and say no maybe these guys are just making fun of me like what flyer said he said this is now i'm doing it right now this is the opportunity this is the tipping point and the funny and thing out is there. when he started i believe It was all jokes. People were actually making actually, fun of was, him. Actually, it was about it, jokes. Do you know the song was released a year ago? And someone picked it up, picked it up as a meme. Exactly. So the meme made the song trend. And now he actually was performing in this one of these street gigs in Kibera where NGOs come and that's where they took him and then they recorded the song, put it on YouTube. One year later, a meme is trending and now he's getting gigs yeah, for course. the same thing. So he's actually applying what Trump has been doing for years Trump. with his show. <laughs> yes. My what is the name of that show? The Apprentice. Yes, The Apprentice. He used the audience and the kind of following he had and tested it. He said, "I want to be the president in 2016 if I'm not right, 2014 or thereabout." And everyone was making fun of him and they said they loved him. He will make a a tremendous president of America. And when he actually said, you know what, 2017 is when I'm going to get this. Was it 2017? I think it was in the first term of Obama being the yes. president. 
they said no this guy can't make it and he said i will be the president of america to 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 20s are also to be enjoyed yeah of course yes yes special moments you never get back not 20s i believe there's a all through life yeah i believe you should enjoy every moment that you come to doesn't matter you don't have to be in the beach having that drink anywhere you get a chance to enjoy even if you don't have the money and you've got any chance it could be on the ferry but what I'm saying is anywhere enjoying yourself in this way you don't lose yourself True. you dictate when you want to have fun fly you have fun in your own way you're like you explore new avenues because i remember the first time i saw you out there i was hanging with my boys and i saw this guy so like the time he gave this lecture or talk about some wells uh, who are rare do you remember you don't remember so at that point i was like how can this guy be telling us about wells no one talks about wells and and i was like impressed because with the environment that we are having with the perceptions that we already have it's rare for anyone who is 18 to about 25 to be sane enough to know about things that has nothing to do with condoms or dildos <laughs> or kg KY gel or parties that are about to pop you know yep. because this information curiosity risking yourself putting yourself out there volunteering for opportunities not being paid i remember working for a company for about five years and these guys didn't give me shit you're like you of cafeteria daily mon with your crazy ideas <laughs> that perhaps one day you're going to own a ro- you know Rolex or something like that but i want us to jump in j black into the stupidity of the 20s what was the what was the craziest thing you did when you were in your 20s or still at when you were in your early 20s that you don't regret but you learned from it i didn't do anything stupid in my 20s okay i don't count them uh like i don't regret anything i did in my 20s because whatever i was doing at that time uh it made it, I, i i was happy i was uh, at a good place i felt good about everything i was doing so i can't sit back and be like no i regret no plus i think those i needed those experiences perhaps i can look back at the through the rearview mirror and say you know what yeah they are part of the process you know fly have you ever thought of buying land now that you you're getting a, an official job yeah yeah, yeah. thank god you didn't ask me that I'm question <laughs> the one for the 20s oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm saving up enough money to buy a land you are i, I want to buy um i want to get into farming what he said but i'm more into like f- him right uh, i'm more into flowers mm. awesome yeah yeah mm. horticulture so um i want to mention one thing he said about you asked him the most reckless thing he did in his 20s I'm still in my 20s. I'm just, You're 22 I'm for crying out loud. Like just two years in my 20s now. But I'll say this. You don't always have to learn from your mistakes alone. Like you can learn from other people's mistakes, you know. So I don't have to go through what uh, Rufus yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. I can see what Rufus, like I can ask Rufus, hey, man, what happened in your 20s, you know. And I can stay away from that. I can learn from his mistakes. And I think there's something that people my age don't want to do. And then you were talking about like uh how i knew about whales and stuff like it's not about uh resources it's about what you can do or what you can learn from what you already have like most people have a decoder in their homes okay like i've been to many people's households but what do people watch uh porn when the parents are asleep exactly. most definitely yeah. or the parents are there like 
um, GoTV is either Kwaheli, Indian Movies, or the Maisha Magics, or MTV Base. I watch National Geographic the whole day. Now that's where I learn about Wales, you know, because it's when you speak, you're simply um, expressing what you already know. Yes, But when you exactly. read or when you listen, you can learn something new. So I take the time to read and listen, documentaries, interviews, you know, like stuff like that. That's how you learn. Like if you have enough bundles for music videos, you can use the same bundles, to like listen to someone speak, you know, some something enlightening. And I think that's the problem that people my age have, especially in this generation. I remember I used to get excited about advertisement. And when I bump into Rofus, we're like, God, we are weird. We love advertisement, you know, and you learn how people talk how they speak, how they think. And when you're watching movies, I tell guys all the time, for instance, the movie The Matrix, it's not about how that guy did a 360 kind of move, but it's all about the content in that movie. What do you learn from that movie? What's the concept that you grasped and worked on? Because The Matrix itself, it speaks volumes about life, how to approach... The red pill and the blue pill is exactly. well explained in yes. the movie, yeah. The Matrix. It's, it's, yeah. like it's the most, it's the unique selling point in the entire movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Apart from being happy, you need to have things that make you better and as well that make you money. If it doesn't make you better, if it doesn't make you happy, if it doesn't make you money, then definitely that's not the kind of circle you need, you know, or you don't need it. Say that you, it's making you happy because you're learning something of it or it's making you a better person or you are improving. Because one of these things that are in this generation right now, Sam, is, is about social media experience. And in the social media experience, we're, learning, we're, we're running away from one important thing, which is the humanity aspect. We don't meet regularly, but we chat, we send that text and we run away from that level of intelligence. Now we have the likes of uh, sex toys. No, it's no longer sex toys, but it's sex dolls. You no longer want to have that intimacy level of, you know, spiritual feel anymore. Now you want to experience that with technology, which I find it very scary. I don't know about you guys. And I think if in the 20s we called people could actually think about saving up, like um, you're talking about doing farming and buying land, saving up, if you have, you've saved enough, like 100,000, 200,000, you go to Lunga Lunga, buy land from there with 50,000. And then in your 30s, you decide to sell it for 3 million or whatever. You know, uh, that's an added advantage, you know. Have you thought of buying land yourself? Definitely, but not in the aspect that he put it. He puts it in. I don't believe in saving. I believe in investing. So if if I get money, any large amount, I'm going to invest in something. Maybe forex. That's how I usually operate even now. We save to invest. Yeah, I, instead of saving, yeah, I can save for a particular time. Time, but when I get something legit to invest in, I'm not going to think twice about it. I'm going to pour all my money into that. That's how I, I, I think when I approach the concept of, of saving. Because when you're saving the money, it's just in the bank. Yeah. Earning very little interest at the end of the day. But when you invest, you're sure at the end of the month, there's some income at the end of the year, there's some income coming from, back from the same. 
Yeah, but in these age and day, there are a lot of scams, especially in the internet. Yeah. Unfortunately, I've been a uh, victim, victim twice, thrice. Goodness. <laughs> twice. How, how much have you lost? Uh, less than $100. Oh. Well, yeah. I take it this way. Good like, for you. Didn't you lose money. You, you paid for lessons. Yeah. And thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is a good one. The agribusiness part excites me very much. I was actually very much into it when I was in high school. But then when you come out of school and then your parents have, you have to do a marketable degree or something. You have to let it go. But I've tried it. I've had a series of back, mm, back and forth, back and forth and downfalls yeah. because I'm working with people. This, because I'm volunteering, my time is, I have to find someone to do it for them. And then maybe they fail, you, they fail you or do something. So I'm still in the learning curve as he is. Yeah. But Sam is not in the learning curve. He ah, has two, three he farms wo- so he, was, he was in the beginning. Oh, that yeah, is. yeah, yeah. He refers to himself as an OG. He is an OG. Mm-hmm. Um, my 20s. Uh, other than the these bitches knowing a lot about me, by bitches <laughs> I mean both the, from Shakatak and the bitches themselves. <laughs> <laughs> the line. The coastal land. We, we used to call it our big bedroom back then. Can't afford a lodging. We go to the beach. Uh, Smash on the beach. Been arrested like once or twice. But one. <laughs> but, but, but that's not uh, one of the lessons or one of the things that I wish I learned from my 20s. And I heard you talking about uh, happiness and money. It was not making you money. One of the or lessons, making you better. One of the lessons, and uh, this is, uh, I don't agree with you on the money bit. During my 20s, one of the things that I wish I did is uh, spend more time on what I love. There's a lesson there. If you pursue what you love, something that you're willing to do for free, trust me, the money will come the money will come. It's not the other way around. And one of the reasons why I used to jump from one job to another is because I used to think it's about money because every time you move from one job to another, your pay goes up and everything. It's not about money. It's about trying and finding what you love. The purpose. Once you have your purpose, even if it's um, painting, repairing cars, uh, something that you think is very silly, you struggle at the initial phases, but because it's something you'd Enjoy. do it for free, you're enjoying doing it. And a lot of people will see the passion in you as you're doing it. They'll start coming to you. Referrals will start coming your way because you're the guy who's, you want it perfect because you're enjoying it. Money will follow you. Money. Money should never be the driving factor. Sam, can I ask you a question? Yes. Um, I know for a fact that in the 30s, there is pressure, you know, from different sources, different angles, you know, compared to when one is a teenager or is in the 20s. Um, Have you experienced any sort of pressure, for instance? You need to get married, get kids. My my dad... <laughs> sends me a message. In fact, he got tired of asking me to get married. Nowadays, uh, when we have talks, it's about, you know what? 
Just get a child. <laughs> As in, okay, the yeah. marriage thing, maybe you're thinking, yeah, you need to yeah, save this, yeah, this. Yeah. Uh, you just... Chukotum tutamutu. Funga bao. We'll sort, we'll do the rest later. Wow. Just get a child. Break a leg. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you. Uh-huh. The thing is this, I believe uh, our initial conversation when uh, we were offline, I believe that there's a time and a purpose for everything. Uh, God has everything planned out. And uh, when it's that time, it will happen. And it took me a while to realize that don't let pressure get to you. Don't let outside influences get to you. Do what you're doing at that particular moment, good or bad, based on uh, your comfort. If you're happy, go for it. Mm. Jay, yeah. actually you were talking about this yesterday. Is it the day before in light of um, getting one's act together and perhaps getting just just a kid, you know, and unatulia tu at least una katoto hapo kana ruka ruka. Una kana kusumbua, unasema wajua mimi ni mzazi sahi. Eh? Mimi siko level yenu. Muone nyie waneni. Wajua one of the most important things um that I feel we should do uh, or rather I would tell other people to do in their 20s is uh, live life live large life live life mm. oh not living large yes. living life yes. and how do you live life you have to live your life whichever thing comes your way uh, handle is handle it as it is if you happen to have a kid so be it you know don't don't feel like um you fucked up if you don't have a kid then But the most important thing that I would say, other than just ensuring that you get your skills right for the long-term benefits, it's also important to make sure that you associate yourself with the right people. And uh, the thing is, it's easier said than understood. Because you, know, you, you don't know a bad friend. You don't know a bad... Uh, influence. Influence until it's too late. And even then, you don't ever know. But this is not the kind of advice I would give people. Let me go to what I would tell young people to do. Don't read newspapers. Magazette. And don't waste your time watching news. And if you want to be... And, and if you want to know why that advice is sound, try to spend a week reading last week's papers or re-watching last week's news bulletin and you'll understand why it is a useless way of spending your time. But it has been peddled to us as one of the best ways to stay up to date. Acquire, acquire, acquire knowledge and skills that uh, will serve you in 10 years' time. Unfortunately, I, uh, I'm learning this now. I wish I'd learned this when I was uh, at Flyers age 21. Um, it could have gone a long way. I spend a lot of time watching unnecessary and acquiring unnecessary information that is all expired right yeah. now. Saguru actually says the fact that you you are thinking about it at that moment, it means that you are among the sanest of people at that time in this all confusion amongst your generation. <laughs> so you are the safest and luckiest actually, man in your generation. What I used to say is just- You remember yeah. the last time I, I used to tell guys like I don't watch news. Why don't you watch news? Yeah. I, I, like I don't watch news. Like there's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing to watch. Like this. Naleo I'm not learning anything. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing to learn. Like literally. Like literally. 
So at home, most of the time, like I, I'd been conflict because guys who want to watch news and I don't want to watch news. I want to watch something else. And and now is the time like they agree with me. Like, yeah, they'll actually w- literally watch everything that I'm watching. You, you mentioned something about pressure. Uh, pressure, I like pressure. Pressure is a good thing for me because pressure I can bust um, a pipe. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, it'll be good for you. Yeah, yeah I like like I like diamonds. I like diamonds in, this fi- in, this, in the sense that uh, a diamond was once a piece of coal, you know? But through pressure and time, it is forged into something that is relished across the globe. Yeah, you like know? buzz. So, exactly. So for me, like, pressure is a good thing. And he talked some about competing with myself. I'm not competing. With, I don't see anybody in this world as my competition, you know, because nobody has the same dreams as me. Nobody has the same goals. Nobody has the same motivation. Nobody has the same brain as me. At the end of the day, if I can sit in my own silence and be um, uh, satisfied or be pleased with what I have become, what I have achieved, that is success for me, Mm, you know? Interesting. I don't... I'm happy for people if they succeed in their own lane, but I would not compare myself with them. I wouldn't say like, oh, my G graduated. What about me? I think, mm-hmm. no, it does not mm-hmm. affect me exactly. because we have different paths. You know? I wish <laughs> One thing, like growing up, you're told like you have to, you have to find yourself. You know, you have to, you have to like... Um, you, they say there the, is the two most important days in your life: the day when you know you were born, and the day when you know why. And for me, I, I spent a lot of time focusing on that, like you know, trying to find myself. But I was looking in the wrong direction, you know. And the way I see it, it's not about finding yourself; it's about creating yourself. What you're becoming, you know, exactly. Yeah. I mean, a king's made or a king's born. King is made. Kings are made, exactly. Mm. So that's what I'm working on. Mm. Do you think kings are uh, made, John? Well, it depends. It depends on what? Well, because I saw you like, you're like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> It depends. Mm. For instance, literally, you're born into a kingdom where you have the monarchy and what. But you have to learn the whole thing. But this is a part where you can make a king. Yeah, but I was trying to donate with the part where you have to break away from societal pressure. Yeah, the norms. That goes away, and that goes along with the ego part. So in my 20s to come, and probably by 32, I have this awkward, crazy goal. I want to retire at 32. We all say that. <laughs> I retired at 31. Thank you. And that means my goal is possible. So I want to do everything, every crazy thing I want to do at between in my 20s, someone told me life starts at 40, and then I was like, I'm going to do 10 years worth of work in 10 years. That's the, that years of work in 10 years. That reminds me of myself. <laughs> I usually, I, I have a happy new year in, the, in April, <laughs> or in the, in the, katikati tu amwaka. I have a happy new year. And for me, that happy new year means setting new goals, you know, for the next year or something like that. So it's more of like staying ahead of yourself, you know, like... Trying to make yourself a better version of you. Yeah, I remember, Jay, we were talking about setting goals, uh, resolutions. What do you still think about resolutions? Do you have the same um, thought of what it really means? That you can easily say. 
but creating the habit to make that meter mm. is quite Doki. demanding Doki zaza. Yeah. so personally for me it's more of creating a system and the process that will deliver results how do you do in that the long run because this perhaps this is 20 years aligning your habits same. to your long term uh, projections or uh whatever direction you want to take if you want to be a salesperson you have to learn habits that uh, a, sell, a successful salesperson will have yeah yeah you can get that as well in books right in action Books are good. Books you read, books are a but the practicality of it, it's hard. Uh, you it can go practice the four steps you're told how to approach a customer, but then something unexpected happens during the pitch. What do no, you do? Look at it this way. Um, I um, I hate to give this example. You do. do. <laughs> <laughs> you don't hate it. Let it be. <laughs> it's like when you're using lube. Mm-hmm. Or okay. saliva. I had a feeling you didn't. Sorry. Sorry, what's lube? <laughs> Sexual. <laughs> a fly is like I had a feeling. <laughs> the thing is, eh? yeah. yeah, it will not. Uh, if you you are not good at it, it will not make you good at How it. How can you be But good at using lube? Like, no, I'm saying yeah. at at banging. Oh yeah, by the way, it will not make you good. Mm-hmm. But um, it can du- help you uh, perform better, or rather enjoy whatever it is that you're doing. So that is what knowledge and skills do to action. Mm-hmm. Yes. Doing it over and over until you master that art as at the same time enjoying it, right? This is what you have to do. The thing with success is like um, you have to keep on killing your former self. It's like a process. You kill your former self to, to, uh, to go a step higher to your higher version. So it's always a continuous process that you never get rid of. And that is where you're told life is a journey of enlightenment from the womb of the mother to the tomb of the grave. It's always a process. You'll never get enough of everything. You'll always have to keep on improving yourself. Do you agree, Rufus? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, it doesn't, you know, like, yeah, like, <laughs> really... Like, do you agree that w- with what Jay was talking about in light of using lube and how to master that? <laughs> well, that uh, philosophy, rather. <laughs> well, if I, that applies to him, and if he talks for him, okay. That the, I, I agree. The whole idea of reinventing yourself, and it's not about uh, in. Re- in, in in relation to the lube uh, illustration. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the lube, so how good you are at it. God. The lube won't make you good. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's just an avenue. Yeah. It's an idea. <laughs> Goodness. Oh, man. <laughs> to start with, I have no idea what a lube is. Please highlight me. What's Jay, a lube? Jay, Jay, give us a Google description of what a lube brand. is. Uh, you can only give us a, a Google description of what a lube is. <laughs> Uh, Flyer, would you kindly... Oh, goodness. He's uh, a 21-year-old, for crying out loud. He knows I'm not. talking about lubricants. Gross. The only lubricant uh-huh. I know is the one you use for bicycles. And Vaseline. Exactly. Vaseline. Vaseline. Yes. Vaseline. 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 Vaseline.
Ai, hiyo ni hiyo si ni watu wengine. I didn't know even I didn't even know there was an abbreviation. Anyhow, anyhow, about about the question. I I I know this is Hold up, hold up. I'm not sure whether Kiwa gel is a lube or any shaving cream. I'm not very sure. I can't remember. I can't I I know my memory is not This is going to sound controversial. But I don't think a 20-year-old should be thinking about money. That's I agree. I, that, I agree with that's you. That's a waste that. of your 20. Sure. 20. It is a waste of your 20. Because Steve Steve Jobs and the likes they made money in their 20s. Though he regretted, he did regret by the way. Yes, like it's you, a waste of your 20. He wasted 20s. his time. Uh, think about money when you're 30, when you're 40s. A 20-year-old should be enjoying life. You should be discovering yourself. You should be... Wanking. Carefree. Oh. You should be having a carefree life. You should not getting ulcers, uh, hypertension, sure. and uh, chasing after, high, after heart attacks. Sure. So what should they be doing? That's what a 20 should be about. Yeah, okay. Like I said before, yeah. uh, 20s is about getting your passion. Once you've figured out what your passion is and uh, you've improved and honed your skills. Like Jay, uh, the way he's talked about. Exactly. And honed your skills, practiced enough. Uh, the money will come. Money will always come if you go after your passion and if you love what you're doing. Uh, it can come in your 20s like Steve Jobs yeah, sure. and the rest of them. They are not chasing after money. They're just enjoying they what they're doing. Exactly. They are finding themselves out and they are loving what they are doing. Then the money always comes. If you're doing what you're passionate about and what you love, the money will come. Mm. It's never the driving factor. I respectfully disagree. Thank you. <laughs> tell me why. Why? I'm, tw- I'm 21. Hey, I'll, I'll tell you this. Personally, for me, I prefer a payment notification to a text message, mm-hmm. like love you or It something like you. that, you know? Like for me, um, I'm motivated by different things and money is one. You know, I believe that the way I see it is that for me in my 20s, instead of chasing women is where I should be grinding, you know? like. No, just listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> listen, like, walk my ass off, you know, because I'm young, I have the energy. You know, most people have the energy. The problem is where you focus it. Like, mm-hmm. why focus mm-hmm. on women when I can focus on money at the same time? I don't have to be 30 years or 40 years to think about money. I can think about money now and chill when I'm older, you know? So, like, what am I supposed oh, to do? Oh, the retirement you were talking about. You know, like, if he wants to retire at 32, like, so how does he think about He's money at 32? He's postponing actually. If he's supposed you to be chasing women now. You don't need money to retire. No, like, whoa. Okay, maybe you and I have different, like, tell me something. Let me tell you something, something about, about money. money. And uh, the, my idea behind your passion. Once you have your passion, your passion is not a job. If you're doing what you're loving and you're enjoying it, it's never a job. You can find it when you're 22, and uh, because it's not a job, the money will come after you. It's not a job and you're not retiring. You can never make enough money no, to never. satisfy you. Never. Is that no, true? Money is numbers, and numbers don't end. 
Exactly. You can never make enough money. Like you're saying that at 30 or 40 is when uh, you'll have acquired enough money at your 20s to enjoy it. Uh, that, that's never happened. No, with your statement about money, I'm on the fence. Halfway agreeing with you, halfway disagreeing with you. Mm-hmm. Well, in a sense, when you follow your passions, some problems like having to quit your job later or having to deal with depressions, you'll have to, you'll know, you'll have to deal with them later. He was through too. it all. But then you need money for the daily things. You, you finish school, your parents are looking at you like, I invested in you. Where I want money back. They expect back from you <laughs> at the same time. So you get the idea. Yes, yes, I get you. I so get you. you need money to survive. You need you money to survive. And not everyone has the luxury of following their passions without making money. Well, exactly. you can work hard enough for yourself, make sure that your offspring, your grandkids, they can have that luxury. But... If you're not blessed with that, you cannot afford to do that. Not every, yeah, there are some of us who can afford to do that. They can be philanthropic. I have a friend. She, he runs a club at Nyali. He's only 19. Mm. A Rotary club of Nyali. Now, because his rich uncles are all, all on companies, he runs a philanthropic... Phila, yes, that one. That one. <laughs> yeah. He's doing a project in Samburu making balls for kids across schools. He's only nine. He's, he's around turning 20. He started that when he was still in high school. He's an akode. <laughs> you could say that. Now, this kid, he, he can afford to just sit down and do the, start like a foundation and work from the foundation instead of looking for a job because the background allows him to. But not, that's not a luxury for everyone. That's the bottom line. Uh, your passion... When I talk of passion, it's not... Uh, a passion is, n- is something that... It can be anything. It can be something that gets you money. It yeah. can be... It's wide open. Even your job is your passion. You do know that. Yeah. It can be your passion. Uh, being employed. It's different. Are they, no, are they, but if you're loving what you're doing, that's your passion. You're honing your skills. There are people who are uh, very good uh, tele advertising, talking on the phone and uh, mm-hmm. everything. They're pursuing their passion. So, yes, you can be employed, but you're still following your passion. The key here is using your 20s to find out what that exact passion is. Uh, exactly. C- CEOs are employed. Uh, they are at the top of uh, whatever enterprises that they are managing and working on. But they got there because they love what they're doing. You'll find that most of them started at the bottom. They started learning about how it, how, what it takes to run um, a company. Uh, they did internship, uh, cleaning the toilets, uh, being sent as a messenger. But they, they found the passion within that particular period of this is what I want. And because they knew what their passion is, they could now direct all their energies towards it. And that's what I say by 20 should be spent in finding what is it you love. You don't want to be 40, 45, 50, and uh, when it's time to go to the office, you hate what you're doing. Sure. There's more to life than that. Yeah. Well, There's more to life. I get the pain of waking up. Thanks to the internship part of school, I've been through that, the waking up part, where you have to, when you're thinking of tomorrow, and then you're like, oh, God. 
You hate it. Yeah. And that that made me like actively pursue and say I can not get employed in an eight to a four PM five job when I was doing my internship. I think I've had that for the longest from Jay Black. I think from the time we became friends, you 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 had it thought through. You're like, no, 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 I'll never be employed. If it happens, it's going to be in your terms. And I'm seeing you doing it right now as well. And I think it's possible, you know, you can still pursue everything that you want to do. As long as you're a millennial, you have no boundaries, you know, you set your goal, you go for it. Because the 20s, as he's saying, is all about the experience. It's all about the risks that you're taking, of which they will make you in your 30s now to really go for the goal. Because the 30s are more of the goal, like... Yes. You've learned the experience, you've done it all. Now here you are now you want to trickle it down to the goal now. Yeah, that's when you build skills. Yeah, to the skills now. You're building now. You're building now because most of the time this is the that it's when now you seeing people now getting married blah, blah. it's because mm-hmm. they've had all the fun. They learned that ah, that's bullshit, you know. I didn't need this. There's one thing uh I had Oprah Winfrey. I don't I wouldn't like to use that as an example. But she did mention something. She said if she was asked if she regretted anything, she said she didn't. Why? She will advise herself, a 20-year-old self, to relax. Relax. Everything is going to work out just fine. But it doesn't mean that you sit your ass down and, and wait, and wait <laughs> for manna like the Israelites. They had to walk miles and pray that Moses uh, smashes that sea to open so that they cannot get swallowed by the waters. So it means you just have to do whatever. Jay, I think we this, talked about this. This is what Chalimunga, Chalimunga was asked by a young guy. What should I, what advice would you give a young person? Do you know what he told them? I have no idea. Um, unlike the conventional advice that you get that... Um, <coughs> uh, yeah, yeah, those kind of... You know the conventional Fata-tabu. ones. He Mili told that Fata. young guy, make sure that you don't follow the train and most importantly, don't catch AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that is one of the soundest uh, uh, information that should be passed over to young people. Hey. Don't Nivai, catch AIDS. <laughs> but be a playboy. <laughs> But it's all about the risk that one takes yeah. by the on on a serious note, yeah, as well. And I totally agree. You know, about catching AIDS, I don't know much about that, but I know for a fact that it's all about the experience and having that uh, perception or your idea of what you want to become in behind your head. And when you're in your thirties, you go for it. You're like, this is the time to do it. But here in the twenties, it's all about applying everything that you do. You do the nyama choma, you do the... Can I talk smack about millennials? Please do. Okay. Controversial. Okay. Um, us. And the, the, the attitude that they have, the 20 year olds, uh, is what is known as uh, the microwave attitude, whereby when millennials were we. being schooled, mm-hmm. they were told they were the best. Uh, Baba, you, uh, everything is you, everything is you. It's a sort of entitlement. I've employed millennials. I have a millennial staff. And uh, millennials are the microwave generation believe that everything should be and is instant. 
that whatever it is they want, they get and they want it right now. Mm-hmm. It's their Bus- way. Business is not that way. That's not how you learn business and that's not how you run business. Business is built by experience, number one, and is built by mistakes. And the only way you can make mistakes and the only way you can recover from a mistake is by learning. That's the only way. 20s is about learning. It's about making mistakes and picking yourselves up from the mistakes. 30s, once you've gotten sufficient information and mm-hmm. sufficient mm-hmm. learning, your 30s is when now you can start focusing and thinking about making the money because mm. you can start from zero. Uh, nothing will shock you. Mm. You've been there. Yes. Your 20s, make mistakes. Screw about. Don't take life seriously. What about the 40s now when you retire and Wait, get what that? What exactly do you mean screw. by don't take life seriously? Don't enjoy the moment. That's what I mean. Enjoy the moment. But enjoy, don't get AIDS. Enjoy your youth. I'm just impressed at how these guys can can fit a sexual analogy every time. <laughs> 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 oh, <God. laughs> in five years' time, probably we'll be sitting in a, in a podcast like this. Yeah, it will be live on air. Yeah. Probably yeah, giving advice to a 20... Is that a 21-year-old? And trust you me, you'll be saying the same stuff. Yeah, <laughs> don't be <laughs> actually. Okay. Just, yeah. And coincidentally, guess what I came across here? Is it about sex? Yeah, someone is asking, how about them? I'm going to pay for you. I'm slow. I don't know I'm if you experienced I'm slow. that. I'm slow. I didn't get that. He didn't get that. He's didn't too old that. for this. Yeah, they are willing and ready at any moment. Yeah. Where? They ask for You know, like when growing up, my, you know, like parents couldn't talk to me about sex. You know, like no one's parent they, could. They find it very. It's, it's amazing. Like, but now, like, it's it's. It's easier. It's it, it gets easier. You know, like well, it's more. Well, it's less of a of, of a, like a tabu. Let, let me tell you my sex talk with my my dad. Uspato kimi, sawa, and it ended there. It's over. As in, it was literally ten seconds. Uspato <laughs> kimi. That was it. My girlfriend told me. She said that uh, her aunt told her that it went from. Nisikupata na manaume to usenlete mtoto hapa. You know, so like they accepted it from, I don't want to see you with boys from mm. to a point now, like you can hang out, but just but don't, don't get, get pregnant. pregnant. You know, something yeah. like that. Yeah. For me, me liambiwa okitia mtistiano watu mimba, yu pesa yako ya college, na kuhu as a life. Currently, the way things are, because what is being sold out there is um, don't care, don't give a fuck. Um, you know, yeah. And at some point, what I can tell is, uh, yes, there was this, there's this, uh, the whole idea of not giving a fuck. But then, there, uh, I'll take an example of a boxing ring and a fighter in boxing at large. Um, your corner is too small as a fighter. You only have a cut man, a trainer, a doctor, and we. 
we have the fans who are so many and uh, they are cheering you, they are gassing you up. And of the fans, there are those who want to see blood. They want to see you knocked out. They want to see you dead or perhaps. And there are those who are supporting you, but still when you're knocked, knocked out, <laughs> bandwagon, you know, they'll jump onto another fighter who is doing better than you. So the fighter, you as a fighter, you just care about your small corner. Those who care about you, care about them. Those who love you, love them. Those who appreciate you, appreciate them. You know, yeah. Are you saying you'll apply the the shading thing? You shade people off with negativity because, yeah. Not shading people off. Mm. Just no one cares, you know. So, and uh, just be keen on... Just be keen on who cares about you, who, yeah, and who really appreciates you, appreciate them back. Yeah, you know. Let, let me say what I wish I, I had known earlier when I was in twenties. Um, one of the things I wish I knew then was uh, what kind of skills I would need for a long term. Uh, <clears throat> for for the long term, that is one. Secondly, another thing I wish I knew is what kind of knowledge should I pursue? You know, it's easy to be told to read books, but then again, it's very hard to build a body of knowledge on any subject. Reading books is uh, good, but it's it's pointless to not build on a body of knowledge because that way you're just being here and there and that makes you have the notion of uh, illusion of knowledge, but you are actually not knowledgeable. You're not wise. That is why most people, and when it comes to morality, they tend to have some quite very screwed uh, versions of understanding morality, and they'll tell you, don't talk about sex, because blah, 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 for their own reasons, because to them, sex is... It's a norm. It's a no-go zone, Mm -hmm. you know, and that is just one field. It extrapolates to all other fields, but basically all I'm saying is that I wish I knew what kind of uh, places I should put my energy in. One is f- getting the right skills. And skills, I mean, um, it could be a profession, a career. You know, choose something that you can be able, as Naval says, you can be able to play a long-term game with and with long-term people. Something that you'd like to do in your 40s. And also remember that uh, this is not about being smart. This is not about how hard you're working, but also consistency. There is something that we were taught in school in mathematics called compounding, the compounding effect. Um, consistency brings that, and that is what will build um, any person to a successful uh, career or profession or a lifestyle as well, you know. And life is for living, have fun, you know, you have to be there. Just do what you have to do. And lastly, choose your women wisely. Mm. Thank you. Uh, very women wisely. Yeah, very important. Very yes. Important. <coughs> yeah. They, they um, whoever you're going to be fucking with, make sure you're fucking with the right people. Make sure you're fucking the right energy, because um, these are things that you know. Sometimes they get out of hand. They get out of hand, and you don't want to be dealing. You don't want to get as Lil Wayne once said that late night text that I'm late on my piece. Yes. Yeah, you don't want that kind of stuff. Anyways. Uh, yeah, but Rufus, you were saying... Let's call it a day. It was uh, with the point that he made, and I totally agree, like, it's quite important to choose the kind of women you, you're with, you know? It's very important. You always talk about fucking up, not fucking down. Yeah, and and to a point of um, valuing your dick. Yeah, don't be a pawn. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, let's wait. Fly is kind is kind of oh, no, I like him this guy's kind of incorporate sex in everything. Like to explain on that. On on I'm fucking oh, up. Oh yeah, down. please no, do. No, fucking down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he thinks it's a style. He thinks it's a new skill. Yeah, so help the 21 year old. Well, the only idea of fucking up and fucking not fucking down. Mm-hmm. You can as well as um Connected with what Jay was saying, the, <laughs> the women that you're fucking, mm-hmm. you know, fuck the right women who bring the right energy to you, not no, who ah, are, you're I getting me I now. Yeah, you're fucking the women that are bringing the right energy to you, you're fucking up. You know? And it doesn't They're not fucking up as in things going bad, you know, the way people say, oh, you just fucked up. No, you're fucking fast, up. Fast, fastest way for a man to lose all his riches is women. Yes. Yeah. Now it'll be go, fucking down. You can down. go from, from one, from uh, being at the top to at the bottom, the snap of a woman's uh, finger. Because uh, Jeff Bezos got away. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. Jeff who? I don't know that he guy. He divorced. No. Mad. Jeff Bezos. Who? Jeff Bezos fucked Jeff? up real good. How? Yeah? How? Come on. No, no, no. no. Look at where she... It's still religious. She only got 30%. A seven. A seven. After the divorce. Well, when you look no, at their story, she only got that man on earth. Yeah. Fuck a fucking ten. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, there's that, but that means that means it wasn't that means it wasn't that means it was fucking the right energy to where they were with the woman to a point. Yeah, you know I what? agree. Yeah. Yeah. I need to take a tour for this moment. <laughs> yeah. So you're giving your parting shot in light no, of that, that you've done that already. Yeah. That was my take no, was in terms of <laughs> fucking up. No, I was actually trying to explore. <laughs> How is that going? I needed to know what did I mean. What is it when you fuck up and when you fuck down? So and, <laughs> and that's it. So you explain. <laughs> Goodness. Anyway. The best is not an example, by the way. Uh, like you all said, you made us into the relation. You brought it into our minds that it's okay to fuck up in 20s. Yeah. So go out there, fuck up, learn lessons. Yeah. Go next to the next, go to the next challenge. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that you take unnecessary, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally like, I was told to fuck up. No, you fuck up, like you said, yes. you yeah. fucking up towards yes. your, what you want to be. And that doesn't practice. mean taking your dick and just making sure <laughs> that it fucks up literally. But, no, yeah. using... Is it a verb in yeah, the sense? Yeah, that they're yeah. doing word. Yeah. Yeah. So you've taken that as your parting shot. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. People are being <laughs> sexual all the way. Yeah. <laughs> sexual. Yeah. <but. laughs> Flyer. He's still absorbing everything you guys just goodness. Wait, Poor for, kid. For, for, from what I understood is that at 20s, I can fuck up. You know, like, it's, it's my okay, time to fuck. Yeah. But then also I should fuck up in the literal sense, right? <laughs> That's what they say. He's looking at Jay Black <laughs> <laughs> for reference. Like, dude, coach, flyer. I, I admire, that, there, flyer. You know, I mean, I admire that you've taken the sober approach towards life at your age, you know? Yeah. And, uh, it's rare. Yeah, here you are. You're being told it's okay to make mistakes and you don't want to make the mistakes that you're, mm. you're feeling. You're being careful. Yeah. It's okay to be cautious, you know. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, uh, this life, you 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 take risk. Life itself, the way living itself is a risk, you know. 
So the moment you, may, you don't you want die to, any the, yeah, the moment you wanna play, uh, you wanna be cautious and you want to be Captain um, America. Uh, what? Uh, what? Uh, I feel like you'll miss out on a lot, you know. Yeah, you'll miss out on a lot. Uh, this what you'll miss out the interestingness of life the moment you wanna be. You know the type A kind of yeah, yeah. people. They say person. there are people who feel the rain and some get rained on. Usha scale storya. Ah, umze saini mkuare. Akufanya ukuare alipokuamdogo. Domana tembena watoto. So do you want? Do you want to be that guy? At forty, you should be somewhere you've seen it all. People learn now from you. Now you can confidently yeah, tell a younger. Uh, you, yeah, you know what, son. At I've some point, I felt yeah, that was just a theory people use. Yeah, exactly. Not, not to be chasing after the same girl with your twenty-year-old son, you know. He's talking about PDD. Yeah, right. You're in a position where you can look at him. Yeah. You know what? Let me teach you the game because I've already played it. Yeah, you know, yeah. when I was your age, I, you, I, I did this and this. Okay, mm-hmm. you are doing it the same, but wrongly. This is how you should, you no, know. I, but if you never experience it, experience it. yeah. advising from personal experience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because what he's saying is if you've never tied a tie, you'll never know what it means, the the hour it takes, the different kind of knots. So you'll never have experienced it to teach anyone. It doesn't mean you have to test everything that is there on this earth, but it says everything that comes along your way, it's a lesson. Learn. Be observant. Relax. Breathe. So life Don't, itself is a risk, as I told you. Like you wake up, it's another day. That's a risk you've taken. Yes, leaving it, you know. So essentially, you mean by risking nothing, you risk everything. Pardon? Yes. yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. You've um, yes. got so it. Yeah. So okay. there's no idea of no. I wanna be cautious. I don't want to. I this want to be a holy boy. Yeah. Utakufa <laughs> na I want to but girl I, want, I want to grind and grind and grind. There's nothing wrong with grinding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good yeah. At It's, the same time mm. you need to stop and smell the breeze coming from yes. the ocean. That's Enjoy what I'm saying. It's good at your head to have that walkness, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a Chinese billionaire at 32 He fell in his office. He was exercising. He was fit. He had all the money. But one day he walked in his office. He fell down and died. And the, they say the reason why he died is because he was undergoing some situation of depression. He didn't have also enough sleep as well because he was too busy chasing after the money. Because if you've seen it all over Instagram and YouTube, you have... People say, "Let me teach you five minutes on how to be a billionaire." <laughs> well, <laughs> they, they, they make the marketing on the microwave thing emission. Exactly. We want it now. It's yes. like uh, agri farming. I know you all read um, Smart Se- Farmer. Yeah. How, how, how he made eight hundred thousand from half an acre <laughs> in three months. <laughs> Lies. Try that in Kwale County. <laughs> Lies. Nice. Clickbait. Yeah, because exactly. as, as you Everybody say, wants a success story. Of yes. course. Because as you say, you have uh, the 20 acres of that you're doing, you're farming tomatoes, right? Yeah. Tomatoes and watermelon. You didn't wake up today and because someone look at you like, okay, Sam has 20 acres of, uh, of a farm. Nana, make it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Now, <laughs> the next thing, the next thing you want, the next thing you want to pull the same, how long has it taken for you to acquire the 20 acres? It just even the capacity to farm that I think I started in 20 2014 yeah. 
2015. So 2015 to 2019, let's say and five. And I losses. Yeah, five years. I can't pull five years in in one month of getting a greenhouse, you know? Mm-hmm. So people should just get that. Because at the long of at the end of the day, still God has to do His thing. Either bring rain exactly. or bring those wadudus, the only ones. Seasons, rising, brokers, <laughs> rejects. It's too much. It's too much. Exactly. At the end of the day, you have your woman at home telling you, "Where una pesa? Kila siku una pesa." You have to deal with that. From from three, you go to zero. Like that. Tell me if this is true. I read somewhere that struggle attracts the women you need. Yeah. Success attracts the women you want. Yes. True. Diamond platinums. Yeah. When oh, you was okay. broke and now. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. And the women you want are not necessarily the women you need. Come on. These guys are exchanging fluids. They're not expecting a baby. So you <laughs> <laughs> should be dumped. Uh, don't put so much uh, conspiracy theory. Only advice. Repeat what I've been saying throughout this podcast. Enjoy your 20s. <laughs> Enjoy. And, uh, Chibambe. Uh, yeah. Look for your passion. Uh, gain the skills. Gain the experience during your 20s. And uh, find what you love. And I think also don't lose yourself, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Don't lose yourself while at it. You don't don't want to be 50 and uh, going for a grind that you hit. Unless you're the KFC guy. Who started it at 60, right? Yeah. And made it. Well, what I can say, that's his part, though. That that is part, though. He has walked it. Yeah, yeah. Hens beans. Hens, yeah. Yeah, I think it was 50 or 40. Yeah, that is part, his story now. And the owner of Naivas, Kenya, (laughs) (laughs) died when the company now is making a lot of money. But I'm pretty sure he's happy wherever he is. Exactly. Hopefully, perhaps. Yeah, maybe uh, I don't know what I'll add, but some say I'm a semis of Tuzangu Zote. I want to ask something. Please do. What's the difference between being rich and being wealthy? Is there a difference in the first place? Of course, there's a very big difference. Yeah, there is a poetic difference, but in actual sense, there is no difference. There is. Okay, what's the poetry? No, I'm saying. Can I give you a good uh, example? Can I give an example? Louis Hamilton is rich, right? Hamilton. Lewis. Lewis, um, Formula One guy. Yeah, is he rich? Yeah, he's rich. But someone pays his paycheck, right? True. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The person who pays his paycheck, is he rich? What is I he? Mean, he's, if, if what he is he? If he can to pay a rich guy, he definitely is rich. No, he's wealthy. That's the difference. The wealthy guy pays the rich guy. So wealth is wealth like time or something? Like where you don't have to work? Looks like, uh, and uh, Sam, eh? mm-hmm. uh, I, I like how you put it. From my understanding, when you have a taxi that is generating your income, mm-hmm. uh, that makes you wealthy. When you have a car that you drive that does not generate your income, that means you're rich. But the reason I say it, there is no difference between these two concepts. The difference only lies in it's just poetic, is that you cannot actually be wealthy if you're not rich. You cannot be rich if you're not wealthy. So it's all in the assets. Yes, bottom line is assets that accumulate value. But you can be rich and not have assets. 
No. What will make you rich? Salary. Uh, that's not rich. Rich is that asset-based. Experience doesn't always lead to good judgment. Gathering all the facts and making completely informed decision does. Listening to another's experience before you, attempting something can be helpful. But remember, applying what you love, this means that you can't experience anything without actually experiencing it yourself. What makes you think the outcome will ever be the same when you insert yourself into the player's seat? The difference is that the variables lead to different outcomes, better and worse. So you just have to impress yourself. We'll have to love you and leave you as of that point. And I want to say thank you to Johnson, Pogba, and Sam for showing up today. It has been a really great conversation on how one should live their 20s and what to learn from it. And I hope whoever has listened has really benefited of the same and will put it into practice. Um, remember, this podcast has been proudly sponsored by Diani Reef Resort and Spa. It's not a hotel. It's a way of life. So you can listen to this podcast on www.jayfm.co where we speak music. We usually podcasting, no filters, and definitely no BS. Yeah, by BS is not breakfast or anything. It's bullshit. bullshit. Yeah, so we're all about uh, the free thinking affair. So thank you so much. You can get this podcast on iTunes, on our website, and any other podcasting platform as well. Near, definitely very soon, probably next year, we're getting into season three by the Rofas and uh, Jay Black. About your podcast. So we'll still need your comments and remarks about what you think about the content so that we can make it better and get those people you want on this podcast as well. So thank you so much for listening. Sure. Asante sana. You're welcome.